Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. I'm JT and I'm here with the non-stop Joey Worthington. Non-stop Worthington, that's what they always called me. Pretty much, that's what I heard. You know they used to call me Joe Worth Nothing. Oh, what? A couple people said that to me a couple times. Who? That pretty much fueled my whole fucking BJJ career to black oh my, belt. My God. Is that what Some girl savage. said to me in primary school, I was like, it's a good line. Ouch. Please never say that again. It's hurt my feelings. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's tough. Schoolyard's rough, man. People hit you with the, the raw comments when you're a kid, eh? They do not hold back. Stays with you. My friends, we're, we're talking today about our favorite workouts for BJJ. So, obviously, people out there, they might have done a bit of stuff over Christmas time. Maybe not. It's a new year. There's the classic new year, new me. But really, it's the same you are you going to do different stuff? Now, depending on what you've done before, that can have an impact on what you do now. So if you've decided, oh, I haven't been working out, I want to get into it, what's a good place for you to start? I have a favorite workout in mind that I had done a fair bit, which got me, I feel, in my best condition for BJJ. And I'm trying to move my training back towards that. And uh, so I thought we'd have a bit of discussion about, you know – because I feel that Joe and I might have slightly different takes on this and then maybe that can help you. Um, what, um, when you say like best workout for BJJ, what are, your, what are you looking at there? My the fa- I would say my favourite. So, but like uh, in terms of like how it made you perform on the mats or how it felt, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah, it was a bit of both. I'd say it, it wouldn't be based off how I felt because it, it was pretty tough. Yeah. But definitely... The amount of energy I had on the mat and uh, the level of strength I had, it, it actually blew my mind. I was like, wow, I'm not getting tired. Like even eight rounds in, I'm like, I'm still feeling energetic and I, I was able to push the pace. Yeah. I have found that like simply just training jujitsu full time hasn't really given me that feeling. Don't get me wrong, you know, when you're rolling hours and hours a day, you do build up this really good endurance that you can train a lot and you're okay. But it was this feeling of I can push past the timer. I feel it, like Bradley Cooper in Limitless. <laughs> Basically. In oh, I, I know. I can speak Mandarin. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Those kettlebells Like the incredible. time after I trained after using MDMA the night before. <laughs> exactly. I mean vitamins. <laughs> vitamins. It went to another dimension. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was funny because I remember – and I don't know if this is something other people do. You know sometimes you might eat a meal and you're like, oh, my God, this could be the best chicken – Palmer, I've ever had. Doesn't everyone at a pub life. on a Friday night sitting down for a beer and a schnitty say that? <laughs> this I think this is the best schnitty I've ever had. had. <laughs> I think it depends on how hungry you are. But sometimes, I mean, yeah, I've done yeah. a lot of workouts where I've done them and then I don't necessarily, I didn't find that it necessarily, I got better at the workout, but it didn't necessarily cross over to my jujitsu. Right. And so I remember there was a particular time. Uh, doing it was like 12 weeks, 16 weeks of this particular block and I felt like that covered my bases for strength and fitness all in one and so now I'm, I'm moving my training back towards that. I like it. 
Do you but, tell us. Okay, so at that time I had just started getting into like strongman training. Where, how far back are we going? We're talking 2012. Okay. So purple belt. Yep. Pretty, pretty keen. Yep. Um, Peak froth, pretty, JT. Peak jiu-jitsu froth. Close, pretty yep. close. But also like just training jiu-jitsu as much as physically possible and trying to work out like how can I be the best I can be for this thing. Classic indicator of peak jiu-jitsu froth. Yeah, just obsession. Training more than is possible actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not <laughs> instead of sleeping, just drilling. <laughs> and doing more jiu-jitsu wasn't giving me that. So I was like, God, what do I do? And I'd already tried the marathon thing. So when I was a blue belt, I said to myself, the way that I can be the fittest blue belt is to run a marathon. Holy shit. Because jiu-jitsu guys don't do that. Yeah. And I did. I trained up to do that. And it didn't. Did you run a marathon? Yeah. It wow. Didn't, it didn't win me a world championship. Yeah. <laughs> Still got triangled. Fuck. Um, but for sure, the energy was bouncing off the walls. But I was like, okay, could I have invested that two to three hours a day running somewhere else? Yeah. You know, all the time trying to work it out. So I was working with my Russian coach and I said to him, what is the best way for me to get really fit and really strong at the same time? And he said, strong man. Strongman endurance. I was like, what is that? So there was like tire flipping. Um, There's a lot of carries. It was really interesting going from like one lift to another lift to another lift and just doing them continuously on a timer. Mm-hmm. Not like a enom, not like that, but emom. Emom. <laughs> every, every minute on the minute. Sorry, enom. God, what am I? T- enom. Enormous <laughs> is what I meant. <laughs> uh, no, it was interesting because I was doing a deadlift, I was doing uh, a press and I was doing like a squat variation. Yeah. And it was just a certain amount, number of reps, maybe two, two reps or three reps and I just did it continuously for 15 minutes. And you had enough rest in between but my God, after a while it's just starting to wear you down and you're lifting a weight that you can tolerate but you just stay doing these lifts continuously. Yeah. Towards the end it would do some stone lifting with all kinds of weird positions, like starting on the knees and lifting the stone up to your shoulder from your knees, and Ooh. yeah, it was really odd. It wasn't what kind of stones were you using? Atlas like, stones, like or Atlas just, stone. Yeah, not ultra heavy. Like you build up to that, but you start with a forty kilo stone. It was just really weird positioning stuff. Yeah, a lot of isometrics, um, which is just just working so hard against a fixed point, which is exhausting. Can you can you talk us through it, like? Start to finish the workout? Yeah. So, okay, the way you start is five-minute tire flip. So, Fuck, that's your start. It's brutal. It's a 240-kilo tire. You flip it as many times as physically possible in five minutes. That's gross. It's rough. You want to spew your guts up. First minute, you're like, I don't see what all the fuss is about. Minute 15, you're like, I'm dying. Yeah. It's gross. And you don't really know how to approach it. You go, do I just go as hard as I can until I explode or – do I kind of set a Pacing pace? Pacing is a thing, yeah. Do I do a rep every 10 seconds or how do, how do I manage it? Mm-hmm. So that was pretty brutal. And then would go into particular, not max lifts, but explosive lifts. So like an explosive shoulder work, explosive hip extension and explosive knee extension. As so, like a triple set? Yeah. Did a rest in there? Yeah, like just working through these three movements. really interesting how it played out. Then into a more traditional strength mode of are those, are those explosive movements so like landmine press with yep. the thing, um, it would be a kettlebell swing and then be a broad jump. Right on. And are these are these like activation or is this like work? It's work, but it it's also you're fresh. Right. So do the explosive stuff. Yeah. 
then move on to uh, this combo, which was the deadlift, the press, and the squat. Right on. And just it, it might start out as singles. Yeah. And so you end up across the whole workout doing 30 reps. Do you know what I mean? You've done 30 reps. at a high intensity, like heavy yeah, weight. It's re- yeah, like it's pretty heavy. It's yeah. 80% or 85%. But then over 85% time, of your max effort, right? Max effort for that weight. Cool. Then it becomes two reps over time. Mm. Then you're doing three reps. So you're Like every round you go up by a rep? No, no, no. Or no, you'll no, do no. ones once, for a while? Once you've mastered your singles, it's like, okay, this week we're doing... Ah, okay. Yeah. This is week by it's week. Progressed, okay. Over whatever period, I can't. I can't remember at what point we went to doubles, and then to triples. But your work, your work load is going up, yeah, dramatically. Maybe you did thirty rounds at one rep, so it's thirty reps. But now you're doing two reps each time. Yeah, it's become sixty reps. You know, and so your total volume is going way up, even though it's not super apparent. Yeah, and it's interesting how this tires you out. Then. Uh, the stones, that was the thing that was very kind of revolutionary to me because I'd done kettlebells and I thought, God, they're awkward, they're hard. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this stone thing is bullshit. So starting on the knees, that was one thing that was really interesting, not squatting, like just kneeling, rolling it onto your lap and trying to just use your torso, doing uh, to shoulder and like lunging with the stone on your shoulder. That's another next level thing. And then isometrics, like iso- like rack pulls, like pulling against the rack, I should say. So that you can't move and then contracting as hard as you can for three to six seconds. Doing the same thing for pressing or for pulling. And it, you're just you're fighting as hard as you can and, you, and then you relax. It's crazy what this does to exhaust you. Yeah, I've, I've done some of those isometrics in that way where yeah. it's like a classic kind of um, dynamic movement yeah. like a bench press or, and, but it's like no, no and just isometric there, push. It's very – like for people who haven't tried that, it's extremely difficult to actually give your full effort. Full effort. It? It's, you look at it and you're like, oh, that seems fun. If you do it properly, it is grueling. It's brutal. And you can hurt yourself if you don't – if you're not set up properly, like if you're not really good spinal alignment, good hip position, you push as hard as you can. Oh, pop. Yeah. It's not good. And the thing that we finished with which always killed me was carries. We did all kinds of crazy variations of carries, whether it was like kettlebell carries, barbell stuff, sandbag stuff, stone stuff. Ifim would always mix it up on me. The thing that was most brutal is the like, chaos bar. So some of you out there probably never heard of this, but it's a bar which is kind of bendy. Like Sometimes I call it a bamboo bar. And what he would do to create this chaos bar thing is he would hang heavy bands off the edge of the bar with kettlebells off it. <laughs> and it would, and he would jiggle it and bounce it. So you constantly like, you can't adjust. Joel Seedman. Mate. Seedman, Speedman? I'm not sure. Oh, that weirdo dude I've seen on the internet that Mike is tell. A lot of people do, get doing a bit it. of, yeah. No, I know that is it, yeah. But it, but yeah, overhead, like arms are shaking, torso yep. shaking. And we'd always start like top, we'd go like overhead, rack, and then lower. And we'd go up and down his driveway and that's one set. Okay, let's do two sets. Let's do three sets and just wear you down. Like, and like, that's each week adding a set? No, not each week but gradually over the time. Okay. And your tolerance just goes so high. And I remember that I went to training at South Yarra Oh, yes, just before I got my brown belt. So I'd, I had been doing training. It was purple belt. I went 
overseas, went to Worlds, came back. I remember resuming this training and I remember Hodge got a locked-in triangle and I just stood up with him in the triangle and just uh, super signed my way out of this triangle. <laughs> and he was just like, bro, what just happened just then? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. Like I just was – I didn't want to get triangled. <laughs> I've been eating liver, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different thing and I just didn't get tired. And this is the thing that kind of really surprised me because I'd done so much other training and this stuff was – it snuck up on me. Even though the training itself was really hard, it wasn't the hardest training I'd ever done, but it gave me the best energy and the best strength I'd ever had on the mat. Right. That is why it sticks in my brain. Because I remember just going, whoa, there's something about this, this method of this strongman training, but also the way it was laid out, hitting all these different facets of strength and building up my tolerance over the time. I was like, whoa, this, this shit works. Mm. It's mad. So it just really stuck with me. So now with the current training, the goal is to get back to doing similar things in terms of including isometric strength work and, and, and some of those carries and some of those things to get the fitness back up. The strongman's a big emphasis for you this year, isn't it? It is. I would ultimately like to compete in strongman. Yeah. Because it's just a very actually controlled way for me to be able to get out my aggression and it gives me something to aim for i'm not aiming at any jujitsu comps this year mm -hmm. so i find it uh very centering to be like right i've got a deadline i need to be in a certain shape by a certain date yeah and it's just to stop me from being too annoying for you my partner ola or anyone yeah, else. guys i think that it's really important <laughs> that all of us support jt in this quest to to do this strongman competition because frankly if we don't we're all fucked <laughs> It's, it's hard to put up with me as it is. But uh, no, nah, it's just one of those things that I – the reason why I have always kept it in my head, like stones, sandbags, all these things, it just gave me so much bang for my buck. I think that's the thing that um, folks can't appreciate about Strongman unless you've done it or played around with it. Mm -hmm. I've not done it but I've trained a little bit of it, you know, mostly with yeah. you and stuff. There's such a huge cardio component. Oh, yeah. Because it's not like there are elements of strongman where it's like do a max lift, which doesn't have such a cardio component. But when they're – like you look at the Atlas stone, they often do that like there's 10 stones and you've got to go lift one. Do a ladder, yeah. You're fucking gassed after oh. the first one and you're moving as quick as you can incorporating heavy lifts. It, it is a really unique way of training your cardio. Very applicable to jiu-jitsu in many ways, isn't it? A lot of anaerobic and it's the combination of strength – and speed and movement. Yeah. You know, it's not just static. It's and, a, and a distinct lack of rest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, pre it's pretty rough. So that is really my one of my favorite workouts and, and the way I'm trying to uh, direct my training now. Yeah, nice. Yeah, man. So, I mean, how about for you? Have you got particular things that feature in the way you'd frame it or how you look at it? Yeah. So, like, when we're talking about this before the show, I don't, I don't really have, like, a workout as such. But I definitely have in my mind like a framework of a workout. What I was thinking was I could actually, I could, I, I'm already, I've already built this workout nice. in my mind and I do it, I'll do it in a YouTube video so folks can follow along cool. and see how it works. But essentially there's a few key things I'm looking for. Now here's what I've noticed. The workout that I believe is most suitable for jiu-jitsu, my best workout, it's not the sexiest workout. It's not like some of the sickest workouts I've done have been CrossFit. Sure. If I think about, yeah. you know, or CrossFit-like stuff. Esque. Where it's 
irresponsibly intense. It <laughs> yeah. is fucking chaotic. It's killing you. Yeah, like most people will snap, but you made it through and you're like, whoa, that's invigorating. Survived. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but that's not what you need for jits, right? There, sure, there's a little bit of that that might help, but, but for the most part, we want to be doing stuff that's going to be sort of ticking a few different boxes. And so at the end of it, you're like, oh, that was neither here nor there. But it's like, for me, got a bit of mobility in, so increased range. Mm-hmm. Got some solid strength work in for both the lower and the upper body. Yes, sir. And then maybe got a bit of conditioning in. Yeah. Right? Now, uh, I was going to do a Phil Daru version of that where it's like, <laughs> we're working the A-lactic. Like, and now we're going to get <laughs> some of these bicep curls for the – Get those reps. Fucking hell, just the sign. You're like, bro <laughs> – Here's the deal. You can't do a workout and like attack seven different energy systems at the same time because after the second energy system, you're fucking gassed. You're gone. But anyways, <laughs> um, but so yeah, he, here's what it would be. It would always start with a bit of activation work. Sure. So a bit of basic, you know, like single leg bridges, maybe some, um, some uh, single leg sort of hinges against the wall. I like squeezing the knee in or out and perhaps like some hanging work. Yep. A bit of basic stuff just to get the body switched on. Then I would go into some light loaded mobility. This is big favorite for me. And this is stuff that I was doing over the holidays. But I I love this for jiu-jitsu. So I'm talking like some Cossack squats, Mm -hmm. alternating, but with a lightweight. So I'm not going super heavy. I'm just trying to open things up and get the body used to a bit of load in those ranges. So maybe uh, three rounds, we've got some... And you find the load helps. Yeah. Just that little bit. You know, like you can do it with the core. Yeah. Because uh, for some of the people out there, they might be like, yo, I can't even do a Cossack squat. You're going to make me hold a weight? What's going on there? Well, that's a good point. I think like, yeah, as we know in the Cossack squat, a little bit of weight can help you get into a better position. Yep. So it's actually advantageous. But the other side of it is if you're a bit newer to mobility, you don't need to load it up straight away. Sometimes just your body weight is enough. So, you know, you proceed with caution. But yeah, so let's say like light Cossack squats, you could do three sets of 16 reps and it's like not cooking you. Um, and then something like a tabletop press where I'm opening up the shoulders mm-hmm. and then something for spinal rotation. Nice. So side-lying rotation, something along those lines uh, where I'm getting, you know, spinal rotation, bit of work for the hips, bit of work for the shoulders. Nice. Um, I think, you know, and as a framework for folks, the two engines of the body, hips and shoulders, and then the master key, which is the spine, if you can tick those boxes, all right, that's good movement prep. Cool. Um, then it's into some kind of heavy compound lift. So we're talking – load we're talking full body exercise something where you are going to have to rest uh, at the moment what i'm really digging is the zercher squat oh yeah but from the floor ah. so deadlift it to the knees okay squat yep. down get into your get into your zercher rack position yep so then whatever five sets of eight five sets of ten something like five sets of five whatever yeah make it heavy do five sets uh you're going to need a couple sets to warm up obviously if you're doing lower reps and you know rest a little bit Mm. Right, so this is the part where you can go high intensity, but uh, and long rest periods. From there, and this is an old favorite for the upper body, and I actually got this format, I think, from Pavel, okay, from yep. the kettlebell work, which was uh, so we're doing a bit of upper body work now. So chin up, yes, or a pull up, so underhand chin up, overhand pull up, and a dip, okay, yeah, right? yeah. And Joey at peak like movement ability would have been probably been like weighted dips on the rings. Oh yeah. These days, I think just regular dips would be fine. Sure. But what we're trying to do there is start at um, – we're trying to start at one rep and then we're doing an ascending ladder. Right, yeah. One, right? one two and two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, for me, the dip is, is easier than the pull-up. Yes. So I might go one pull-up, two dips. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll add Double. one and add two respectively each yes. round. 
right? And what I love about that is, so the idea is you do one pull-up, two dips, straight into two pull-ups, four dips, three pull-ups, six dips, and you keep climbing until you can't complete the, the reps you're meant to and you get a three-minute rest. Oh, okay. This is what, yeah, this is the way I like it. And then yeah. three-minute rest because you've got so much blood Pump. in the upper body, oh. right? You're Swole. smoked. Yeah. yeah. Three-minute rest and then you go again and you do three rounds of that. Ooh. It's fucking grueling. It sounds brutal. Yeah, and I think it's kind of similar in a way to sort of what you're talking about, like the strongman conditioning where it's like heavy work but no rest and you, you are going to hit an end point. Oh, yeah. That lactate builds up and it's like how did you find – because I, I, I've done similar workouts. There was one I think it was called the snake bite or something, <laughs> which was like chins. I think it was chins, push-ups and something else. Yep. And it just, you just get crazy pump in your arms. Just like you'd, you'd had your first round of a jiu-jitsu tournament. You're like, oh, I can barely close my hands. You're like, how do I get – did you find there was a big drop in the second round like in terms of output? Oh, absolutely. It's, and I, I think that's why I like the big rest period. Okay, yep. Because, yeah, once you – like once you blow out on the upper body, you pretty much aren't coming back. It's hard. Unless you have a big chunky rest. Mm-hmm. Versus like say if we're talking lower body, if you were doing, um, you know, I don't know, jump squats and a kettlebell swing, yeah, you could blow out on a set. But if you rest a couple minutes, you're pretty good to go because bigger muscle groups, right? Yeah, you've got more resources, more energy. That's right. Definitely. So yeah, that's always a consideration with upper body stuff where it's like, once you get like, it's like the hundred push up, the push up hundred push up challenge. Yes. Have you seen that? Yes. You do it in four minutes. Yeah. And it's it's mad. I put this challenge out there to the people. Try and do a hundred push ups in four minutes. Right. The beauty of it is that you're gonna come up with a strategy, yes. and what you'll find is that your strategy will probably fail, and it fail because you blow out. Yeah. So then you got to change your strategy. Yeah. Right. So we, we not, we're not gonna we're not gonna do any. No. Spoilers on this. Just no, let people tell, try it. Yeah, I won't tell you how to do it. If you do it, let us know on the Instagram or the YouTube and um, we'll give you a shout out on the show. How about that? For sure. But only if you get the 100 reps. Otherwise, stay out. Yeah, just get back to work. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, But also, if you're, if you're not particularly strong in the upper body, you can scale that back. You could do an incline push-up or something like on that. On a box or yeah. whatever it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've got the so we've done the heavy compound lower body. We've done the, the ladder for the upper body. Yes. And I also like that because it takes about 15 minutes. And it's done. Yes. You're like, hey, I don't need any more upper body work today. Um, and then I'm finishing, I think, with a couple of sets or like a few sets of like two different loaded mobility drills. Okay. Where I'm going for it. Everything's warm. Everything's got blood in it. Uh, you're pretty cooked neurologically. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not super cooked because you're still about to do some loaded mobility. But I'm thinking like some Jefferson curl. We sure. were doing three sets, three reps a piece, and we're really trying to go for the range to open up hammies Deep. and that whole piece. And then something like a like a back bridge. Ooh. And these are, you know, these are the tough mobility drills. These are the ones where you you need a bit of rest, but you also want to be really warm for them. So at Man. the end of the workout, as much as it can be like, fuck, I gotta do this now, um, you I find I'm often in a really good place for that. You're warm. Yeah, I'm at a high operating temperature, good to go. Yeah, I've gotta say back bridge is my nemesis. I mean, I had always found forward folder challenge, but I've worked on it a bit and I'm getting better with it. Right on. <laughs> Backbridge. Oh, what, where does it cook you the most? Um, I think sh- shoulders. Yeah. But that's because I'm compensating because my thoracic's not moving as much as it should. Yeah. So my shoulder position isn't good, therefore shoulders are suffering. they got to work harder. Oh, mate. And wrists, yeah. Like it's just – All of it. Not spending enough time in extension. Yeah. And so like last year when I was doing like a little bit of stuff with Chloe and trying to get me to – just go on, just move. 
why don't you move there? And I'm like, I can't, shut up. Like holding my breath, trying not to explode. <laughs> Staff, man. Like I, I find that the hardest actually. Um, I'd say for, for grapplers, that is, that, like, that is the Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the hardest one of all. Mm. And, you know, something that a lot of people probably don't think about, but your, your hip flexors really res- can restrict your ability to extend through the rest of the body. Yeah, so, so talking about the back bridge, like if your hip flexors are tight, that'll, that's a handbrake as well. So it's like quad hip flexors, rectus abdominis, abs. all this shit. Yeah, all pecs, up into the shoulders. Like it's, it's all working. <laughs> Gentlemen, y'all strive for gold in your life, right? Gold medals, gold watches, gold everything. However, there is a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with confidence of a lion and he giggles in the face of danger. He's a big, hairless winning machine. And when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right. Manscaped would like to announce that their biggest and best ultimate hygiene bundle, the Platinum Package 4.0, is now available worldwide. You too can have this same level of hygiene. You can get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code GRIZZLY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. It's time you enjoyed the finer things in life. Get yourself a Platinum Package for your Platinum Package. You've got these kind of, I guess, go-to moves that you feel work well for grapplers. Is this something that you see yourself doing a bit of or you, you give to people who come to you? Or where do you see it fitting in with all that? Well, I suppose with um, like talking about, you know, if I look at the training that, I, that I'm doing at the moment with my small group, yep. it, it's ongoing. And so I was thinking about what we're going to start doing. We started, restarted today actually, but what are we going to be doing over the next few months? And so I'm like, well, what did we do over the last six months? Yeah. The last six months was a really strong, uh, a big emphasis on strength. Yes. Heavy barbell compound work. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, let's take that and let's, let's make the focus a bit different for the next three to six months. But of course, if you were looking at that as a snapshot, like what are you doing right now? What I'm doing right now isn't the best thing. Sure. It's the best thing given what we were just doing. Of course. But so, you know, in that way, I think that for, for any program, and you could take this as, all right, if you're trying to design the perfect workout or if you're looking at like a period of time, I kind of, I always think those pieces need to be in there. You need like active mobility work. Yep. You need the heavy strength work. You need some volume work in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you obviously need a bit of warm-up stuff. But if you can be ticking those boxes, I'm like that, that for me is what makes up the best BJJ workout. Yeah. You know? and, and you can play with that. You can go, well, I'm going to go super high reps on the heavy compound stuff. Okay, maybe it's not as heavy then, yeah. but I'm going to do Zercher squats like four sets of 20 oh, with, a, with a one-minute rest. Like you'll be want to vomit, right? Dude. You could fucking you could go German volume training on that bad boy 10 by 10. Oh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been down that path. Yeah, I think you can. I guess the thing is when we think about the Bulletproof for BJJ program, we've kind of worked it back so that it can be done inside an hour. You know, we, we would like that you could complete a workout in about 45 minutes if you're not messing around. Yeah. Like you get in, you do it, you time it. And I actually find that, you know, I forget the exact maxim or law, which is the the work fits the time you're allowed to it. You know what I mean? Like if you're given three weeks to do an assignment. Oh, this is, yeah, Parkinson's law. Is it Parkinson's law? I believe so, yeah. that Yeah, that's right. Motivation increases as the deadline approaches. Like, Well, no, well, this is actually. Your work will expand. If I give the, you a day, yeah, you'll do it in a day. Yeah. But if I give you a month, 
you'll do yeah. it in a month. I have found actually I had always thought, no, nah, if I limit my rest breaks, I won't be as strong. And But then I've had times when it's like I've only got 45 minutes. I don't have an option. I need to just bang, 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 bang. And actually it was fine. Like it was just – I was just fucking around before. We tell ourselves all these oh, stories yeah. like, no, I need my good two minutes. And yeah. no, nah, just grit your teeth. It'll be a bit harder. But as long as your form isn't bad, like as long as your technique doesn't just fall out through the ground, do it. And, and I guess the difference is I, I should qualify this. Those strongman workouts I used to do were two hours long. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of luxurious. Like, yeah. I'm a, you it's, a know, bit, it's a bit extreme. I don't have children and I don't have a professional job and, you know, I don't have, <laughs> you know, I don't have responsibilities. I'm just like a large child uh, who likes to lift weights. But my life is different now. I don't think I can – I feel wasteful spending two hours in the gym. Yeah. An hour and a half is too much. Yeah. Like I sometimes feel this way about jujitsu. Even though I love it, if I catch myself talking too much shit after class, I'm like, fuck, I've been here for two and a half hours. Yeah. There is stuff to do, you know? Like there is other things to do. This and class I, is getting in the way of me talking to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about technique. Yeah, all right? Um, but it's just one of those yeah. things that I couldn't – I have to condense my training now. Yeah. I'm not going to spend two hours in the gym. That's That's pointless. If I can do it in an hour, an hour and ten, then okay, let's get it. That's I think that, that I makes would, sense. I would I would modify it with that in mind. Yeah, look, I think I mean, say the workout I described, I would see that you could do that in an hour for yeah. sure. Um, for me, at the moment, I train at seven a.m. It's a bit early. Mm-hmm. For, like I, I can't just walk. If I'm training in the afternoon, I can just walk into it. But yeah, seven a.m. I need 15, 20 minutes, sure, just to kind of get into it, and then we do the work. So um, yeah, I, I think that. An hour is ample. Yes. You know, and, uh, you know, like, so talking about, like, the concepts, say, that make up the workout I described, that's largely what you would find in standards, right? Yes. And it changes. Sometimes the compound lift you'll be doing will be heavy, Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it'll be lighter and higher reps. It's really cool how it kind of... It can vary. That's right, but it's got the mobility box. It's got the high and low reps. It's got the strength work. It's got got a little bit of conditioning in there. It's, um, yeah, in my opinion, that's probably the best expression of kind of this sort of makeup. All those things. Whereas our other programs are equally fucking awesome, but they tend to have more, more of a focus exactly on one particular quality of your strength or, or your general conditioning. Yeah, so definitely if you're jumping in and looking at the program on the app, Strength 101, the structure is quite different to, say, muscle cardio, which yeah. is strength endurance. The set and rep structure is totally different. Even though movements might have crossover... It, you're, you're, that's a different energy system. You're doing something different there. Yeah. Same thing, like swole. It's trying to get a totally different outcome. So if you know what you're aiming for, it will work for you for that thing and it will be good for your jiu-jitsu as well. Now, here's a, here's the thing. I'm thinking potentially for folks listening who are maybe a little bit less experienced with their strength training, they're going to be like, oh, well, where should I start? Yeah, that's the way, right? That's the way, right. And the thing is, it doesn't really matter. It mm. doesn't really matter. Just start. Like if you're looking at our programs, there's quite a few to choose from. This one's got more of a strength emphasis. This one has more of an endurance emphasis. This one's strength and mobility. Just do it. Just start. Do it for a few months. And then if you feel like changing, jump to another program. But give it, give it like I would say give it at least two cycles. Yes. Sort of 12 weeks because that will give you – like you'll get a response now. You'll get some gains. Yes. And you'll be like, fuck, I know this style of training. I got something out of it. Then you've almost earned the right to go and experiment with something else. Definitely. I think the best workout is the workout you can – keep <laughs> like yeah it's the, it's the one you, you, the one you do, do right and so 
when I say my favorite, you know, I've done so many different workouts. It's the combination of the challenge in the workout and the benefits I got from it. But for some people, it's not that. It's what's most convenient that allows them to, to do the thing. Yeah. So if that's you training at home and you've just got one or two kettlebells, maybe kettlebell program's good for you or, you know, whatever. But if you're someone who likes to go to the gym and likes to work out, then it might be the gym strength. You know, like it's, it's trying to find that thing that works for you and really I feel like that's what this discussion is about. Not only like what is good, what translates for me, translates for you, Joe, but helping people find out what works for them. Um, what was I going to add to that? Oh, so we should do we should do these workouts and we'll do a YouTube video. Sure. I'll do mine, you do yours. Oh, yeah. Jules, can we make that happen? That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to put this into a visual piece where you can see me moving through it. God, it's going to be just me just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we, cut, can we get yours down to an hour? <laughs> I'll, I'll I don't have that kind of time. Lots of edits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can. We could bring it to an hour. Awesome. Um, guys, if you want to build a strong body for jiu-jitsu, our app will show you how to do it. You can download it and start training for free. It's available now on the App Store and also on Google Play. Not only will you be able to train, you connect with JT and myself and the rest of the Bulletproof community uh, through our own social group. So we'll see you on there, start training, and we'll catch you on the podcast next week. Big love to the YouTube fan. See you soon.